I forget a lot of the context, but I remember just really one powerful encounter I had when at seminary and in spiritual direction. And I was speaking to my spiritual director, and he mentions a very powerful piece of advice. He says, Miguel, I think sometimes uh, what we think is we're more afraid, we think that we're more afraid of fear of failure. But really, sometimes what we're more afraid of, it's not a failing, but what we can do when we're not afraid. Sometimes what we're more afraid of is the power that we have when we're not afraid. Now, all of us have a power that's given to us by God. And by that power, I don't mean just willpower or physical or mental strength or uh, dominance or, any, uh, or status or any other ways in which the world interprets power. But by power that we're all being given, I mean the power that we all have from our baptism. This divine power. The power of the Holy Spirit. And we've all read of that power. We've all heard it time and time again, Sunday after Sunday, at every Mass. And we've heard it uh, all together here in the Gospel, where Jesus has uh, made the deaf and the mute speak. He has cured uh, this blind and uh, mute man and uh, cleared him of all his uh, speech impediment and everything, he's, uh, and his uh, deafness as well. And all of us, maybe throughout our life, we've heard time and time again different ways in which the Lord manifested his divine power, the power of the gospel perform various signs and wonders and various healings as well. Well, that divine power is in us. And Christ promises us that if we abide in him, if we live in Christ, then we too can share in that same supernatural life that Christ has lived in. Because Jesus told everyone, Jesus said in the gospels that amen, amen, if you believe in me, you will do the works that I will do and greater works than these. And so God, Jesus didn't just perform these miracles uh, just to provide for us uh, entertainment or something nice to listen to every Sunday. Jesus performed these miracles to set an expectation of what our life can be like if we live in him, the power that he's given us through the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit. And so we all, I think, are very privileged. We're all very blessed, I should say, very fortunate to have St. Patrick's as the main campus for Encounter School of Ministry. And uh, Encounter School of Ministry has branched out to over 18 campuses globally throughout the world, all coming from our own parish here. And so we're very blessed and fortunate. And I know and I hear many people who've gone through this program have experienced a great transformation a great transformation, experienced the power and love of God, and just found just how much that power can flow through them. And so, uh, to share more about Encounter Ministries, I want to invite uh, Rachel Greck, and also our own uh, parishioner here, uh, uh, Melissa Strupa, just to share her testimony and more about Encounter School. Thank you, Father. As Father said, my name is Rachel Greck, and I am the Director of Events for Encounter Ministries. And I'm so thankful and grateful that I am able to be with you all today just to share a little bit about Encounter Ministries, the school that we have, um, and how you can become a part of it. So at Encounter Ministries, we teach, equip, and activate disciples to show the love of God through the power of the Holy Spirit within their spheres of influence. Your sphere of influence can be a ministry, it can be a family, it can be a parish, it can be your community. Each and every one of you has a sphere of influence. And so what we try to do is we try to raise you up to be confident, to step out in faith, to go after the signs and wonders that Jesus tells us 
are ours through our inheritance. So the School of Ministry is done over two years, eight quarters, and the first four quarters of the school are some of the most transformational. We go through identity, knowing who you are, and more importantly, whose you are as a child of God. Our second quarter is on physical healing. How can you step out to see the healing miracles occur today? They weren't just done, you know, 2,000 years ago with Jesus. They are done today. We see healings all the time. In our third quarter, we go after the prophetic, so hearing God's voice for other people. In the fourth quarter is inner healing and freedom. So how can we help people find freedom in Christ? This is all accessible to you. I remember three years ago sitting exactly where you are as Father Matthias introduced what Encounter Ministries was and being like, well, that's really good for you. However, I can't do that. God doesn't want to work through me. But he does. He does want to work through you. And as again, as Father mentioned, we have Melissa Strupa here with us, who is a graduate of the Encounter School of Ministry. And Melissa, could you just share with us, first of all, who you are and, and how you're involved in the parish? Sure. Hi. Um, as she said, I'm Melissa Strupa. I am um, a mom of six kids, six grown adult children. We came to St. Pat's about three years ago. Um, I have uh, just felt a pull to this parish. Um, we came as a family. I have two grandchildren, and uh, we love it. We, we know we're all specially anointed at this church. Thank you. And how did you become involved? How did you hear about Encounter, and, and what made you want to join the school? Um, well, uh, after being here a short time, watching my children uh, go to Encounter events, my family, my husband, we ended up um, just feeling a special call. We, I, I felt some kind of pull in my heart to where um, I needed more, uh, more relationship with the, with the Lord, scripture, uh, attachment, um, things. And uh, my son-in-law now was an intern with Encounter, and he was explaining the school to me, and I was like, well, I don't want to pray over people. I don't, do I have to pray out loud? I have to, and he said, no, they take you right where you're at. It's, um, it's a wonderful program, and I thought, well, I will uh, step out and try it myself, and um, here I am. And he, he had told me, he's like, I can't wait for two years to see where you are, and what a difference it has made. Could you share with us um, an experience, a moment of when the Lord worked powerfully through you and just what that meant? Sure. Uh, well, there were several, actually. Um, but I, will, I would say the most impactful um, experience was when I was um, leading a group for another ministry here at the parish, um, and I had a couple. Um, the, the husband was very... Uh, sad that he felt like he had lost his faith. His wife had brought him to this. And um, in sharing some of our uh, teachings that we've learned, I, he was really taken by it. And he said, um, would you do me a favor and pray for my wife's knee? And I thought, wow, great. This is a guy who thought he had lost his faith, and here he is stepping out. So I, I said, absolutely. And his dad was there as well. And his, and, or her dad, pardon me, and her dad started to pray with me, and we prayed for her knee. Um, she was, uh, had a surgery set up. She was unable to genuflect for the past five years. 
Um, she was very desperate and very in love with Jesus. So um, I simply asked her if she believed Jesus could heal her right at this moment. So I took into account the um, prayer model that we're taught. I simply prayed over her knee, and as she had these really heavy jeans on, and she was like, whoa, my knee is so hot. You know, your hands are on fire. And I said, well, I think that's the Lord. He wants to heal your knee right now. And the husband was just so watching so intently. And then, so I asked her to try it. So she genuflect, and she stood up, and she genuflect, and she's like, this is amazing. And the, the husband, who is a police officer, this burly guy, he was weeping. He just started crying and weeping. And... Um, her dad, who was also a, a parishioner here, had her, his hands on her back, and he's like, my back, my back feels so much better. It hasn't felt like this in 10 years. And so we prayed for his back. And um, my whole point to that is it's, it's such an amazing uh, feeling that we are here at this church and can take what we learn across the street and bring it to the ministries here that we're all a part of and um, make change. Praise God. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. If anyone's here considering it, or what advice would you have for someone who's trying to discern it or who's kind of feeling that pull? Mm. Yeah, as I said, um, we're all in the same boat. Uh, we all feel a special anointing over this church uh, with the leadership of Father Matthias and Father Miguel and um, Patrick Rice and the whole encounter team. Um, there's just something special you can bring. And as I said, take it to your ministries, go there, get equipped bring it out to the community, back to your families. Um, it would just make such a huge, huge difference. And there's familiar faces. You're not alone in the diversity of the age groups. And um, I don't know if any of you know Father Joe. <laughs> He's there. He's a student. Uh, Father Miguel is going to be a student this year. A uh, lot of familiar faces, a lot of friends and families. You'll be surprised at, at who you'll encounter while you encounter. <laughs> Thank you so much, Melissa. Um, as Melissa said, Encounter School of Ministry takes place across the street at the PLC, and it runs from 6 to 9 on Monday nights. So our first night of class is September 13th, and it's going to run through May. Um, I really hope that you prayerfully consider joining us. You know, Jesus didn't die for a powerless church, and so you can step out in faith. You can, you can be the bridge. The Lord wants to use you powerfully and encounters just one way that you can be equipped. So thank you so much for your time and letting us share a little bit about encounter. If you have any additional questions, myself and Karen Stuffleitis will be at the back of the church after mass. Please come say hi um, and at, we can answer any questions you might have. Thank you so much.